Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today we want to talk about assessing your relationship. Uh, we think this is an important thing you should do. You, you should assess your relationship. And so first we'll make a case as to why you should assess your relationship. And then we'll spend most of our time talking about how to do that mm-hmm. um, in, in a good, wise manner. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's important. <laughs> Calmly and coolly. Yes, as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, we assess things all the time. You know, I mean, we, we put clothes on in the morning yeah. and we assess, do, do I look good? Uh, do I not look good? Should I wear this? Should I not? You always look good, babe. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, you know, why not assess our marriage relationship because what this is going to do is it's going to show us where are the problems, mm-hmm. where are the deficiencies, where are the gaps, what needs to be worked on, what's going well, how do things need to be worked on? Is it yeah. like moving it from a B plus to an A minus in one area or yeah. is it moving it from a failing grade to a passing grade? Right. Is it like quality control or, you know, small incremental growth or is it, you know, total overhaul? in all these different areas. So, yeah, both and all that is beneficial to each person in the marriage. If you're working even in a small way to make that, you know, communication better or in a small way to handle your finances better or whether it's a large jump, it's going to benefit the relationship and probably the decisions made and the home in itself. So, it's important to do. Yeah, maybe the reason that we've been thinking about this as a topic for the podcast is we've been assessing our home lately. Mm. And um love it. The, you know, we're committed to our home. We've got our home. This is this is great. We want to like have this be the place where our kids grow up. So mm-hmm. it's not a matter of like is this the right home or not. It's a matter of now that we've got this home, how do we make it better? Yes. What lo- doesn't look good? And it needs to look better. Yeah. Um, what looks fine right. and what, you know, so it, we have this like ongoing decision making that really is a form of assessment to see, you know, what do we want to do next? Yeah, I love this. I mean, I could probably assess every room in the house on like a yearly basis and want to make changes. Right. <laughs> you know, just like a woman. I don't know. There's something about like, ooh. Ooh, the bathroom, does it need a different little shelf here? Or should I add a little candle here? And and what about the living room? And then you look at the living room and it's like all the possibilities out there too, right? There's a thousand options. Yeah. And I look at the living room or the bathroom and I think it looks fine. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but then great. I go out into the backyard and I think, oh, this needs more trees. Oh my goodness. Yes. We need more green. Yes. And I'm like, the, the backyard's fine. We just need shade. So it's, it's funny how when we assess different things, we come to different maybe conclusions or sometimes the same. But uh, specifically lately, I was just given a couple of things that have added to the home. I feel like it's added to the beauty, you know. Someone gave me a whole bedroom set, super pumped about it. And it's like everything matches. So exciting. It's so like, oh. I mean, we had to move everything up the stairs and move all the old out. I mean, that's a whole beast in itself. But now it's like coming together and ooh, you know. And now, and the funny thing now is now that we have it, now it's like I need to make sure the lamps match the set. I need to make sure the curtains match the set. And then like the little cute things. So I'm, I'm just like. Now I'm assessing more and more about how I want to make it even better. And, you know, sorry, babe, but that's that might be a lifelong thing in our home. Yeah, but then something like termites comes along Ooh. and we make a quick assessment. Like we have to 
you know, spend a thousand bucks to fix this termite problem um, or else it's going to be 10,000 bucks later. And so like we have to do this. Right. Um, So I, I, I guess the point we're trying to make is assessing is important because it shows you what you need to work on and why and what you don't need to work on. Yeah. And we really ought to do this in our marriage relationship. Mm -hmm. We ought to make an assessment of where we're at in various areas to see what is good and could be a little better and what is bad and needs growth. Yeah. So it's helpful in the sense of, you know, as I kind of just suggested to show you where you're at Mm -hmm. and where you should in relation to where you should be. But then I think it's also helpful to maybe eliminate exaggeration or extreme language like we have the worst communication or we have the best um I don't know what else <laughs> what else what's really good we have the best financial situation oh, ever it's, it's so amazing our financial <laughs> it's <situation>. on point <laughs> yeah it's true though I think if you're assessing honestly and just a little bit more you're not going to maybe come to the extreme language or the dramatic response as to how things are going because it's a little bit more like stepping back, thinking through it logically, thinking over overall, seeing what your partner thinks about it as well. And so you're getting a more um, just more set in stone way of how things are going rather than just, oh, we need to do this because it's so bad or everything's fine. Everything's great. You know, it, it gets to a deeper level. Of where is it at really? Yep. So how do you go about assessing your relationship? Let's spend the rest of our time talking about that. Um, you know, Bethany, how, <laughs> how do you assess a relationship? Well, I would love a list, but uh, I think we do this a lot, you and I actually, on various dates or dare I say even with a whiteboard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've mm. gotten out the whiteboard before oh, and yeah. been like, how are we doing in this area? Let's talk about it. Let's write some stuff down. So I think there's a, probably a variety of ways to assess, but basically we we need to be able to step back, have some time prayerful time to think about how things are going and to ask some hard questions and be willing to listen to some answers from your spouse that could be different than yours. Yeah. You, you mentioned a list, and I think that could be a good place to start yeah. is to create a list. Yeah. What, what are the categories of our marriage? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's look at communication. Right. Let's put that down as one of the items on the list. Right. Um, finances, you mentioned. Yeah. You know, intimacy, right? Uh, roles, yep. Uh, and and you go on down the list, and you include even you know conflict resolution, forgiveness, parenting, wor- work, yeah. time, work, yeah, yeah. rest. You identify yeah. all these different categories, and you say how how are we doing right. in each of these? And there's several questions to ask within each of those categories. Mm-hmm. So let's just like think about that in relation to communication. Yeah. So it's, you could just say, how is our communication? (laughs) Fine. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Or you could probably ask some questions kind of within that category. Um, You know, what, what, what would a more specific question be? You know, do you feel like your spouse listens well? Mm. Do you listen well when your spouse is sharing something? You know, I think that's a good, good question because that's going to reveal a lot. What are we communicating about? Mm-hmm. Is it just, you know, to-do list? Is it just biz- family business? Are we communicating about what we're thinking and, 
you know, how we're feeling and what's going on in life and things that really matter. Yeah. What do you wish you could communicate more about? I mean, even just, is there an area of communication that you feel like is non-existent or lacking? You feel like it needs to be a part of your relationship that isn't there. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of questions. What about, yeah, I mean, and so far we've been assuming communication is verbal. So what what about the non-verbal aspects of our communication? What What is my body language saying to you? What is your body language saying to me? And, you know, how do we, uh, are we looking, are we still looking at each other in the eyes? Yeah. Are we staring longingly into one yes. another's eyes when we talk? <laughs> uh, how does your phone bu- make your communication difficult? Uh, <laughs> that could be a pre- right now in these day yep. and age, you know? So we just ranted there for a second on that one category and we right. just came up with, I don't know, seven or so additional questions yeah. um, that you that you should ask just as it relates to communication. And I think in doing so, we're beginning to assess yes. where we're at. I think maybe important part of the answer, like how do we go about assessing a relationship, should include how not to assess a relationship. Yeah. And I think part of, the, part of that is don't assess your relationship by comparing it to your friends. Right. That is not the best way for you to assess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, we're better than our next door neighbors because I can hear them yelling at each other through the wall. Right. You know, uh, we're better than my, you know, relatives in yeah. wherever because we don't have the same problems that they have. Right. And if we do these lateral comparisons, we can either think we're good or we can think we're bad. You know, you could do the opposite. Well, our marriage is terrible because our next door neighbors, they have this great relationship and blah, blah, blah. So lateral comparisons is not the way to do this. Yeah. I mean, we need to compare it to what the standard in the Bible says our marriages should be and how we interact, right? There's not maybe a ton of passages specifically about marriage, but there's a lot about interacting with believers, the one another's, a lot about kindness, a lot about our speech, a lot about the way we should forgive. I mean, all the biblical principles we see give us the standard that we should go to rather than the home we grew up in and what we saw or the neighbors or the friends or so-and-so's marriage that we see on Facebook and the pictures that they show about their vacation or their their financial success, whatever. That isn't how we compare. We compare to what God's standard is. Yeah. So if you're going to compare yourself to someone, compare yourself to Christ. <laughs> right. And um, if you're going to, um, you know, where then do you look with the data that you have? Well, you look at the Bible. You look at see what what does the Bible say about where our communication should be and how we should go about communicating and how how could we improve based on what the Bible says. Yeah. So I do think this is helpful to identify, you know, one, let's come up with categories. Two, let's look at our answers and be honest with where we're at. Three, let's compare our answers to what the Bible says and who Jesus is, not who our next door neighbor is or who our friends are. Right. Um, I think I think this is a helpful kind of honing in on how to go about assessing your relationship. Yeah, I think there's a another how not to, because I think a, a dangerous, possibly treacherous territory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could be if you start, if you assess the relationship and you're always pointing the finger 
Um, so you're not actually assessing your side of the relationship. You're saying, uh, you know, how are things going back to our communication discussion? You're saying, well, you should do whatever. Well, if my wife should, you know, or my husband, like you're pointing all the questions to the negative elements in the other person. Really, we're saying assess your part. Look at your inter- interactions. Look at how it's going as a whole, too. But I think it could be uh, it could be a very difficult conversation afterwards if you fill out kind of the questions you come up with or whatever, and you, they're all about like you, you know you I, this really showed me you got a ton of issues, you got a ton of problems, sweetie. You know that we got to deal with here. That's going to be a problem. Yeah, and and I guess you know if if you were to assess our communication and you were to blame it all on me, yes, yes. Um, that would tell us something about where our, where our relationship <laughs> That's is. That's true. That's true. That would be revealing. You know, it's like you think I'm the problem. And then, you know, maybe my assessment says, well, I think you're the problem. Yeah. Uh, and often that is the case in marriage counseling. It's right. like they're, people are pointing the pointing finger, finger at mm-hmm. each other. Um, I think an assessment, if, if husband and wife can come together and do this ass- assessment together, then... You know, it's helpful information for me to know that you think I'm the problem as it relates to communication. Um, And I think it would be great for me to be able to uh, interject and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe explain how you also contribute to the problem. Right. But I do think an assessment is being made when you accuse. Yes. And it doesn't look good for you. Right. That's true. So I think in this process of assessment, um, we should be self-reflective and, you know, turn the questions on us and then make assessments about our relationship and where we're at. Right. Recognizing it's not, you know, strictly our spouse's fault. Yeah. So, yeah, I I think what you were saying there is maybe the last part of what we're saying on the how, which is to share your answers together. I mean, it's going to be valuable to assess Individually, it's going to be valuable to prayerfully consider these different topics and questions, but you have to make sure, you know, you, you're sharing that with your spouse and that you're including them because that's how change is going to come, right? We could assess and be like, okay, this is where we're at. Well, you know, oh, oh, well, our communication's like at a C, you know, that's not too bad, you know, it could be better, but, but it's in sharing the answers and having those deeper and maybe more difficult discussions or potentially just because we're bringing up some of the areas of concern, we want to make sure we have a goal of moving forward. That's right. Yeah. So I think, you know, circling back to our home improvement Mm -hmm. introduction, um, you know, I might look at the living room and think, yeah, Bethany really needs to um, stop leaving her stuff everywhere or she needs to do a better job picking up, <laughs> you know, or, which is not, <laughs> not, Sorry. not the case I laughed at all. out loud because <laughs> I've never heard you say that. You know, or <laughs> I could think, oh, man, we really need to get new couches or new paint on the wall or new yeah, whatever. Right. Um, and so my assessment of the living room ought to then be put side by side with your assessment of the living room, we ought to be able to have a conversation about where you think it's at, where I think it's at, and where we think the 
the money and effort and energy ought to go next. Yes. Yeah. Because that's a big part of it, too. What's the work to be done afterwards and making sure we're on the same page with that. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks so much for joining in and we will chat with you next time. See ya. See ya.